Hello and welcome. Thanks for listening to the Embodied Astrology Horoscopes for Sagittarius season in 2019. My name is Renee. I'm a consulting astrologer and somatic intuitive. These horoscopes are meant to aid you in your healing and help connect you with your highest self. As you listen, please listen with an open mind and appreciate the symbols and suggestions. Take what works for you and leave the rest. Remember that these horoscopes are describing general energy for each sign and it's up to you to get specific. Feel free to associate what I say to what is relevant for you. At their best, horoscopes work as pieces of mystical advice and sacred symbolism. Let them spark your imagination and stimulate your intuition. I suggest that you listen to the horoscopes for your sun and your rising signs. Your sun sign is what you tell people when they ask, what's your sign? It has to do with the time of year you are born. Your rising sign has to do with the time of day you are born in the place you were born. If you know your birth information, you can find out what your rising sign is by getting a free natal chart on my website, embodiedastrology.com, in the horoscope section. Along with your horoscope, make sure to take a listen to Heart of Sky, A Dark Rift, the Embodied Astrology episode for Sagittarius season, where you can learn much more about the amazing sign Sagittarius as an energy in your chart and how to understand and work with it. You can find this episode linked in the show notes from my website or as a separate track on your favorite listening platforms. In these horoscopes, you'll learn about how Sagittarius works for your sun or your rising sign, and I'll offer some suggestions for working with the new and full moons this month, as well as a few other important planetary transits. There is so much more going on with astrology in the next month, though. To learn about all of the planetary aspects and lunar phases this month, please become a subscriber. You can subscribe by donation at any amount per month and will receive access to my expanded month-ahead interpretations, as well as a printable calendar and astro journal to help you work with astrology in your day-to-day life. Subscribers also receive big discounts on my year-ahead birthday reports and online classes. All of my audio horoscopes, guided meditations, and podcasts are offered for free. If this work benefits you in your life, please consider making a one-time or recurring donation to help keep it going. Please share it with your family and friends and leave five-star reviews on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Spotify. Thank you so much for tuning in. Please wait for a brief message and I'll be right back with your horoscope. Hello Virgo, this is your audio horoscope and month ahead forecast for Sagittarius season. Sagittarius season begins on November 22nd and just a couple of days before Sag season begins, Mercury turns direct. So this is an important moment. Mercury has been retrograde since October 31st, but it actually began its retrograde cycle all the way back on October 11th when it first passed the uh, point that it returns to in its retrograde. So that period of time at the beginning when it was still direct, not yet retrograde, but moving over to rain that it would then retrograde back to. And now this period of time after it has turned direct, but it is returning over this area of the sky that it has already uh, traversed twice now, once in its direct motion and once in its retrograde, these period of times are called the shadow phases. So the shadow phases in Mercury retrograde cycles are important. Uh, The first shadow phase gives us an idea, kind of sets the stage for what's going to be coming up in the Mercury retrograde cycle. And the second shadow phase is a time when we may have uh, important observations and resolution and clarity that comes up in uh, response to whatever we've been mucking around with during the Mercury retrograde. And when Mercury is retrograde in a water sign, as it has been uh, this phase, it's been retrograde in the sign Scorpio, a lot of what gets stirred up is deeper emotional stuff. So 
feelings, attachments, um, insecurities, and especially with Scorpio, a lot of complex feelings that probably don't have simple one-word descriptions to them because they're tied up with a whole lot of stuff. And especially for you, Mercury retrograde in Scorpio has taken place in the part of your chart that represents your mind, your intellect, and your communication. So over these past couple of months, if you have been um, experiencing some ups and downs in your mind, in your communications, um, with your learning with your attention, uh, I wouldn't be surprised. That's what this Mercury retrograde was here to do. And now as we get into the second shadow phase, I'd really love to encourage you to be really attentive to not just your mind, but your mind-body emotions connection, and really notice how your emotional body moves with your mental body. So when you think something, notice how quickly it takes for you to start feeling something. When you feel something, notice how quickly it takes for your mind to start telling you a story about what you're feeling. My guess is it takes about a half a second. So as you notice those pathways and uh, those reverberations, you can start to become more and more savvy to your habits. And this Mercury retrograde, for sure, is uh, one that might be illuminating a lot of your deeper habits, especially as they come to emotion. Now, Mercury will finish its retrograde, um, its shadow phase of the retrograde on December 9th, and then it will move into the sign Sagittarius. And of course, the sun will already be in Sagittarius. The sun enters that sign on November 22nd. So Sagittarius is the sign that follows Scorpio, and as we get into Sagittarius, we get into some deeper kinds of foundational issues for you. We get into content that may have a direct correlation with home and family issues, both biologic, lineage-related, ancestry-related, as well as current and chosen home and family. On a kind of broader and more general energetic level, this place in your chart speaks to your sense of foundation your feeling of groundedness, um, the sense you have of belonging somewhere or with certain people, and kind of basic issues around your security and how you may or may not feel at home in the world, not just literally in your home. So Sagittarius is a sign that gives us a lot of information and it asks us to ask big questions and uh, not get stuck on easy answers. It's a sign that we are inspired by and we find opportunities with and we're kind of compelled to grow with. So over the course of Sagittarius season, there's quite a lot of support for you to find deeper meaning uh, with a lot of the content, as I had mentioned, that might have been stirred up with the Mercury retrograde. As you notice the habits of your mind, you might also start to get in touch with some deeper habits around your conditioning and your position. Um, throughout Sagittarius season, there's also a lot of support for you to be growing your sense of family, your sense of community, and your sense of belonging. I'd love to give you the prompt um, of a question to consider, which is, what is home? And who is family or who are family? 
um, and really sit with this for a while and don't let the answer be didactic and literal, but think of it as a metaphor. Where on earth do you feel at home, but also in what activities, in what energetic states, um, with what kinds of inspirations. This is a great time for you to be nurturing a sense of belonging and groundedness in your own being in whatever ways are relevant or make sense to you. Especially as we get to the new moon on November 26th, we have a new moon at three degrees of Sagittarius. The new moon is a wonderful time. In fact, the entire um, kind of growing or waxing moon phase from new moon to full moon is a wonderful time to invite in um, what you're wanting to cultivate, what you're wanting to encourage in its development, particularly for this sign and this part of your chart. So around the new moon, you may want to carve out some space and time for yourself to meditate, to do a ritual or a ceremony of some kind, to write in your journal, or simply just to reflect a little bit on the essence, again, of belonging, of home, of community, of family. What and how and where do you feel anchored? Do you feel grounded? And what and how and where do you want to cultivate? In terms of these ideas, what are you drawing in? What are you wanting to nurture and nourish in your life? And how can you be the best ally and advocate and family to yourself right now? Uh, how can you show up for yourself in your life and whatever it is that you're doing? As we get to the full moon, the full moon is on December 11th. Um, what will be illuminated is the axis between Sagittarius and Gemini. For you, this axis uh, illuminates the polarity between the root and the heaven of your chart. So the foundational kind of security-based, very interior and personal issues of the fourth house where Sagittarius is, and then the ideas of vocation, career, ambition, what you're aspiring to build in your life. Um, Gemini rules your solar 10th house, and this place in your chart has the most public presentation. So this is uh, what you're showing the world, your most public face, and what you want that face to look like, what you aspire to. And of course, what you aspire to is never um, separate from what you ground in, what you're rooted in, where you feel comfortable, what makes you feel safe. So with this full moon, uh, pay attention to your instincts around your ambitions, your aspirations, and also your instincts and needs around home, family, and security. Some relationship issues are figured in this full moon for you, and I definitely want to encourage you to be gentle and kind with yourself and with others, especially when it comes to these uh, other territories or areas of life that I mentioned, home and family, and also career, vocation, aspirations, etc. Um, if there are things that arise in relationships that create confusion in either of these other domains, give it a couple of days. That full moon uh, energy that's coming in this month is pretty thick. It has a potential to be heady and also confusing. Um, give it some time to let any kinds of confusion mellow out and um, then see where you are. Again, I really want to encourage you to be as kind to yourself as you possibly 
possibly can and to really focus and meditate on your own safety and security and foundation within yourself. How can you cultivate the sense of being grounded and anchored and steady in yourself as you meet the demands of your work, of your vocation, of your relationships? A couple of other things happening this month. Venus and Jupiter will both move from Sagittarius into Capricorn. Venus moves into Capricorn on November 25th. It will transit through Capricorn until December 20th. Jupiter moves into Capricorn on December 2nd, and it will transit until December 20th of 2020, so a little bit more than a year. Both Venus and Jupiter are considered to be benefic planets in astrology. That means that they are good vibes. Venus brings in qualities of connection, relationship, magnetism, and pleasure. Jupiter brings qualities of goodwill, optimism, enthusiasm, an adventurous spirit, and desire to grow and learn. Venus and Jupiter, as they enter Capricorn, are going to be entering into your solar fifth house. This is an exciting place in the chart. It has a lot to do with your creativity, with your expressive, playful, um, joyful energy, and your inner child. For those of you who are parents, this is also the house of children. So Venus and Jupiter here are giving you opportunities, good luck, magnetism, and attraction capacities. This is a great time for those of you who are artists and who are makers to enjoy your creative practices and really cultivate any uh, growth opportunities or areas of interest that you're working on. For those of you who are parents, this is a really good time for you to cultivate joy with your children, to encourage them to express themselves authentically, to try and find opportunities for them to uh, know and integrate the most vibrant and creative aspects of their beings. For everybody, these are great influences for you to get in touch with your wild, creative, and erotic nature. When I say erotic, I definitely am including sexual eroticism, but I'm also including eroticism with life in general. You can feel turned on and inspired and excited by your life. And with Jupiter in this part of your chart, you've got a whole year of learning and growing and making meaning out of your pleasure and your excitement and uh, quite a lot to offer to others and offer to the world from this place. As I mentioned before, Mercury will ingress Sagittarius on December 9th. It will be there until December 29th. Mercury brings an intellectual, mental, communicative aspect with it wherever it travels. It's coming into your solar fourth house. It's a great aspect for you to be communicating with family members or household members. This is also a great time for you to put your mind towards uh, cultivating and developing, again, these uh, ideas of rootedness and groundedness in your own being. Last but not least, on November 28th, it is the National Day of Mourning, otherwise known as Thanksgiving Day in the United States. I hope that you have a nourishing day full of friends and family, and I would love to encourage you to donate some time and money to Indigenous-led organizations. I am donating money this year to the Indigenous Environmental Network. I've set up a monthly donation with them, and I'd love to encourage you to do the same. They're an amazing organization that is entirely Indigenous-led. They're doing awesome work with the environment and with education. Please check them out, ienearth.org. To learn more about astrology, 
please become a subscriber. There is so much going on this month, planetary aspects and lunar cycles. You can find out all about it in the extended monthly horoscope and also in the printable calendar that you can use to track astrology in your life. Please listen to the Embodied Astrology podcast for Sagittarius season. There is so much to learn about Sagittarius and embodying this amazing energy and working with it. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoy this horoscope, please share them with your friends and community. I'm wishing you all the best in Sagittarius season and beyond. Bye for now.